Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. I remember no. me and Dan had Did Zach answers. ask it? He did. Me and Dan had the same answer, and then Dan told me I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't take the answer. Oh, I remember what it was. What was the first game that you could take photography yeah, in or that's something right. like that? that's right. Something and like then that. I said I didn't have an answer, and I'd have one by this week. Yeah, and, and then me and Dan fought an about it. We did. Huh. Yeah. Well... Okay. So well, how are we going to fact check that one? <laughs> uh, for what? We'll just have to wait till he's back to get. Yo, what is up, you guys? Welcome to another week of VGRX, your weekly dose of video game. Yeah, we'll say news. News, knowledge, and know how. I got a couple pieces of news today. Oh, so. good. Perfect. You're so good. We, we still are doing the news. That is still yep. a thing. Um, and. Uh, wow, this I feel like this intro is, has is has very it been a while? It feels like it has. I'm sorry, Scott, Britain. Hey, Dan. Me. Hi, Dan's here up? too. I'm Scott. Are uh, you sure you're Scott? I'm pretty sure. You look like Scott. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Zach is missing, so uh, here's Zach. We hope he perfect. Will, we hope he will join <laughs> yeah, us we, at we, some point. We hope we'll he see. shows up, but we're honestly not sure right now. We could just edit um, sound bites of Zach in every time we, like, we throw to him <laughs> throughout the entire episode. I honestly really want He'd to do like, that. Oh yeah, guys, sounds good. Yeah, I I really I have a couple episodes here that I could do that with. I what are things Zach know. says a lot? Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Hey, hey guys. Hey guys. Uh. Um. All the social medias. Something about banter. Yeah. banter. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. All the social. Okay. See, we got this. Oh, my God. We can channel Zach if oh, we really need to. Man. In if, a pinch. If I want to take the time to do that. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, uh, let's get right into it. Uh, we asked a question last week. Um, well, Zach asked a question. And because he's not here, we technically don't have the answer. Uh, Dan is uh, frantically searching for it. And his expression says not having much luck. Yeah. Well, I can say we were wrong. Okay. But I don't know. I, I haven't found like the first. What was the question, Scott? The, uh, I'm pretty sure the question was, what was the first game that you could take photography in? Like what, as, a, as a game mechanic. As a game mechanic. Yeah, sorry. And me and... You guys just jumped. Me and Dan... Jumped to Pokemon yeah, Snap. <laughs> both said immediately Pokemon Snap. And and Pokemon I'm like, Snap was 1999. Yeah. Which does put it pretty early. Uh, th- I like I said, I've not found a list. I mean, that's that twenty years into video gaming, thing. though. You know, yeah. but another thing on this list is Metal Gear Solid, nineteen ninety eight. <sighs> oh, I, I, so, see, I, I think even that is way too late. There's got to be something. I, yeah, and that's the thing is that, that predates all this by a large. And that margin. was last week. Pokemon Snap is the first one I know of, but obviously Metal Gear Solid is before that. Gosh and darn like, it, yeah, you're, I think there has to be something from before that. Something on NES, SNES, PC. There's so many 
there's so many games that come before that. There's got to be something. Ding it, Zach. I don't have an answer. We need you. I still don't yeah, have an answer. You don't have an answer. And I think we're going to have to wait for Zach to actually get the definitive oh, answer man. to this question. That sucks. Hey, though. do one of you guys have trivia for this week later in the show? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> I, I can, we'll, I'm sure I can Google something. We'll talk about that at the can. end. Okay. Um, you said it's you have news for that. today. I wait. got a couple little pieces of news. They're all, they all just happened within the last couple of days. Before we get into news, is there anything like that happened over the week? Well, yeah, but I think that's, since that's going to be the meat. Oh, is it? So you want to start with news? Then we should start with the news. Okay, we'll start with news. We'll we'll knock out a few little news pieces, and then we'll dig into the main topic. Okay, go for it. Shoot. Shoot us with your best shot. This is a fun one, you guys. Uh, PlayStation is making a PlayStation Classic. Yeah, in the vein I of saw that. NES Classic, SNES Classic. Okay, well, okay. So if this I, is so blatant. <laughs> I have I have an opinion about this, and okay. I'm going to say right now we're also going to talk about um, the Sega Classic as well. That is also something we're going to talk about. But I'm I'm bringing it up now mm-hmm. because I remember I was putting these on the list, and I I was I was really thinking about like man I I just. I feel like Nintendo started this, and now everyone wants a piece of the pie. And yeah. like I understand, you totally. know, you have really old consoles, and you want, and people really want to play the games on the console. I understand that, mm-hmm. but now it just feels like a gimmick, you know? Okay, but actually thinking about what this product is and mm-hmm. the games that are going to be on it, yeah. does it excite you? Um, I- do you have an affinity for the PlayStation One? I honestly didn't play much. <laughs> the game that I probably played most on the PlayStation was Spyro, which okay. is getting its own remake. Um, and I, I just think that the classic, the whole classic console thing that everyone's been doing now, yeah, it's very cool. Don't get me wrong. And you know, depending on what the games, I don't know what games are on it. They announced five of the games. Okay, go on. I can tell you in a second okay. if you want. Um, and. Not that I'm not excited, but I, I just think that everyone's trying to get a piece of the pie and it's just going to become such an overblown market that they're not going to be very successful. I, d- I don't think there's enough to draw on to ever make this market too saturated. They're, like You could release every retro console ever. People will buy them all because all of them have at least 20 to 30 games that are you know prime examples of what made that console special well, I'm not that are so. worth owning again and playing again in a time when, in some cases, we don't have a way to play these systems. That's fair enough. Unless we have our old versions of these systems hooked up. Which... I'm not saying it's not a good deal. It's a great deal. Yeah. Like, you know, they're... So, okay, speaking of deal, it's okay. 100 bucks. Let's okay. get into a, yep. a few hard details right. here so we know exactly what we're talking about. Hit me with that. Um, it's, it's coming in December. It's going to be 100 bucks. Okay. And it'll come preloaded with 20 games. Okay. It does come with two controllers, like the SNES did, which is nice. You don't have to buy a second controller to do two-player. Cool, cool. Um, they have announced just a handful of the 20 games, more to be announced later but we know uh final fantasy 7 is coming that's everybody's first question right that was the big one don't know if there's any other final fantasy games on it um wild arms is coming as well which is one of the big jrpgs of the playstation one era people love that game Mm -hmm. um there is a ridge racer game coming i think it's ridge racer 4 i don't i don't know for sure and i don't see the other ones on this article that you linked in the thing but yeah they've announced five of the games um at least two of which are are pinnacles of the system yeah and you know what else is gonna you know metal gear solid will be on this absolutely do you think they're gonna put like spyro on it i like i don't know man i know i know that's important to you but i don't know if that's one of those like amazing time-tested must-have games or I not. guess you're right. When, when I think of the PlayStation, I honestly do think of Spyro. Um, and I, I do too. Yeah. I mean, Spyro, was, I, well, it was a big deal when I was... Yeah, it felt, it felt like a big deal. Yeah. Um, so 
Ooh, I want uh, here medieval. Do you guys remember that game? No, I don't. I, Sir Daniel Fortescue. Honestly, I, I'm trying to think of games that I played on the PlayStation, and in each example I come up with in my head, I'm like, I can't tell if it was a PlayStation One game or like a PlayStation Two game. And I'm pretty sure most of the games that I played were uh, that were Sony was on the PlayStation Two. That's fair. Um, and we may see a PlayStation Two classic at some point. See the way this is going. It would be cool. That's not that retro, though, to me. No, you know, it's not. I but, don't feel like we're going that far back if we reach that kind of territory. But also, another thing I was thinking about was there. It's really cool that they're re-releasing these games. It's really cool that it's all in one bundle. Mm-hmm. But they're making so many remastered of these games. They're making a Final Fantasy VII remastered. They're making Spyro. They're making Crash Bandicoot, which I'd be very surprised if Crash Bandicoot wasn't on that. Um, um, yeah, they haven't said... Here's the other games that are on it. Jumping Flash, mm-hmm. which is a very weird top-down platformer from... I think it was a launch game. Ridge Racer Type 4 and Tekken 3 are the other ones that have been announced thus far. I just... I don't know. I I think with It's only a hundred bucks. It's I know. twenty games. I'm, Five bucks a game. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's a bad deal, but I'm saying like, why would you put a game that you're remastering or have remastered very, very recently? Yep. So I don't know. Well, none of Final these Fantasy, are unless you count um unless you count Final Fantasy seven, which is getting a, a full on remake pretty yeah, soon. Which is cool. And you know, everyone's gonna buy that, but yeah. why would you why would you waste a spot on it? If you're just remaking it anyways. All, a part of this, too, is just nostalgia. the whole collector nostalgia okay. retro thing. Like, having all these cute little versions of the systems you grew up with under your TV yeah. hooked up via HDMI. You don't have to worry about all these weird pass-through transfer cables, uh, hubs, yeah. to hook all this stuff up because they, they use weird interfaces for those old systems. I think it's cool because it, it gives people opportunity not only to play these games for the first time, but mm-hmm. also, you know... People who can't afford Switches or Xboxes or Playstations, like they can they can have good fun games oh, yeah. for very low some price. Some of the greatest games of all time yeah. in some so, of these cases. You know, I'm not bashing on it. I yeah. just <sighs> You're not gonna buy one, clearly. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it I have to see what what else is on. I'm it, not gonna buy one. You wanna know why? Because you hate Sony? No, I love Sony and oh, okay. I love PlayStation. I've been playing PlayStation most of my life. Okay. Um, why aren't you gonna buy one? Because the controllers are wired. <laughs> I cannot do wired controllers anymore. Really? Yeah, I I hooked Man, up my play some melee, bro. I hooked up my SNES Classic briefly after I got it. Yeah, I had it hooked up for like two days, and I ended up unhooking it and putting it away because I cannot have wires in my living Can room. Can I be honest with you? It's insanity. Yeah, I bought a wireless NES controller when the NES Classic See, came out. Okay, I mean I get that, but having to buy extra peripheral peripherals I, I or a whole separate controller to make yeah. that work. Just just more trouble than I want to put into it. I get what you're saying. Well, so, let's go from one successful one. one successful classic console to another that is probably going to be less successful, but okay. has some less good news. What, what you got? Uh, so the Sega actually got delayed yes. until 2019. The Sega Classic. The Sega Classic, Who's, yeah. Is Sega making this thing, though, or is it another one of these weird third-party created so, Sega pieces of hardware? I don't know for sure. What I do know is that it's actually going to be developed in Japan. Oh, okay. It was being developed somewhere else, and I honestly couldn't tell you exactly where. Um, but from what I did see in the article, it's going to be developed in Japan instead of wherever else it was going to be the, developed. The funny thing this is, is this is not the first Sega Classic Edition, <laughs> for lack of a better term. They've been called different things. But there's been other pieces of hardware that were basically, uh, you know, 
emulator boxes of old Sega classic games. Yeah. And they've all had like weird performance issues. They've all had weird technical issues that kept them from being really good catalogs of classic Sega games, like the NES Classic is, like the SNES Classic is. So maybe they've seen how those were received. They've seen what the other guys are doing, what Nintendo's doing now, what Sony's doing. And maybe they're thinking, we need to go back to the drawing board and make sure we do it right this time. Maybe. And give people a you know small retro version of this that actually lives up to the Genesis name. Because I was a Genesis kid. <laughs> a lot of people in the 90s were... Uh, Rockin' Genesis instead of the Super Nintendo. And it holds a dear place in many people's hearts. So to get it right would, would mean a lot to a lot of people. Uh, I honestly never played Sega. It was... Okay. I never had one. I had a... Uh, I think like one of my neighbors had it. And yeah. I remember playing Sonic very, very uh, definitively. But sure. The uh, cool thing about the Genesis is it looked completely different than the SNES. Yeah. The systems... The, the games just looked different. They ran different. They felt different. So... It's not like here's two 16-bit consoles. One's better than the other. Just grab the one you like. It's they 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 just have a completely different feel to them. Mm-hmm. So there's merit to both of them. There's reason to want to own both of them. So this is what it says. It says um, they're implying that to move development in-house with support from other proven Jap- uh, Japanese developers, suggesting that At Games will no longer be a part of the project. And, okay, so At Games is the one that released uh, a version. Yes. Of they were. They released one of these it before, Sega pieces of hardware recently, but it wasn't good. It was bad from what I'm from what I'm reading here. Yeah. Um. So I'm pretty sure you called this too when you when you first talked about this on the show. Mm-hmm. I I'm pretty sure I remember you saying that you would you were thinking it wasn't going to come out until 2019. Oh, okay. I think I think you even said you were like this would be cool if it came out this year, but it, there's probably going to be some some kind of issue oh, wow. and it'll be pushed out. To I don't recall that, but. I, I, maybe cool. I'm wrong. No, let's I, go with it. I yeah, like it. <laughs> we'll just go with it. But I, I, I'm pretty sure I remember you saying that very okay. specifically. Okay. Um. So we'll see. You know, kind of keep said you this, guys updated. We've said this many times before. Delays are usually for the best. Yeah, so for sure. Even on a piece of I hardware. Agree. I mean, if if they're delaying it, they probably have a good reason too, and it's probably going to turn out better for it. I so. always love when people complain about it, and they're always like, uh, um. Oh my! This game got delayed, or this this console got delayed. That's so crappy. It's like, yeah, but I mean, like Blizzard used to be known for oh, yeah, how long they would de- delay their games. Absolutely, and, and it hurts in also the moment. No mistake. Probably but. one of the most well loved gaming companies mm-hmm. for the quality of their games. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, one hundred percent. When it finally does release, it's it's. It's a masterpiece when yep. it comes to Blizzard. Just think about think about Overwatch. I'm pretty sure they delayed Overwatch. Well, <laughs> Overwatch was originally Titan, which was oh, going yeah, to be right. a new MMO that right. either went up alongside WoW or replaced WoW. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it, it took a few different forms and had many, many, many delays and setbacks. But look what we got. Yeah. Now we have... Uh, look what you guys got. It's, now, not, it's not my jam, but now we have I know people love it. massive game that is really hitting walls when it comes to like eSports and making it mainstream. Yep. So. Oh, hey, speaking of eSports. <laughs> yeah, what's up? That was a good one. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for... for uh, Setting me up for. Let that. me guess. Before you even say anything, I'm not going to. I think the Dan document. can speak to this. Okay, what? Ninja, right? Yeah, it's about Ninja. Yeah, who would have guessed? Dan, did you read this headline? Um, Ninja is going to be the first uh, professional gamer on the cover of ESPN magazine. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't. Do you have any thoughts about the fact that it's um, Ninja, who is a kind of a streamer more than an actual professional professional gamer? I mean. Yes. Somebody who competes in no. competitions and wins money and goes to world events and things like that. So the answer is yes, I have thoughts. Oh, sure. Okay. Um, because I think they are two different realms. 
We are um, talking about ESPN though, which is like right. no, we're yeah, going to feature and in that respect, athletes. Like, a bunch of old people watch this show. Regardless <laughs> of how it goes, like that's pretty cool. Yep. Um I think that there yeah, there's there's two different realms of like professional gamers these days and I'm sure you could divide it more, but essentially there are professional gamers who are signing up on teams like Cloud9 like uh Fanatic, fanatic, you know, evil geniuses. Yeah, a lot of these, uh, and a lot of these uh, organizations have uh, multiple teams for different games, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so those guys are professional gamers in the way that uh, Russell Wilson is a professional athlete because he's on the Seahawks. Like yeah. he's paid by an organization to play a game against other people. There's a lot of structure to it. There's a lot of like this is uh, sports. Yep, sports. Uh, with Ninja, he's a streamer, and like yeah. that, it, I and I do not intend to like undermine his achievements because they're they're just as incredible. But they're achieve, in my opinion, anyway, their achievements as an entertainer mm-hmm. that are bolstered by the fact that he is a, a he is someone who could easily compete at is at he, the professional. I don't know level. honestly. Is he really he's good at Fortnite? Oh is, yeah, absolutely. Because I yeah. know there's people that are far better than him, right? Um, he's not like the best Fortnite player. He is. is he? Yeah, no. he's okay. one. Of, he is one of the best Fortnite players in the world. Okay, he's on. Shows like, what I know. I thought he was more just like Dan said on the entertainment side. Of no, things. no, he's really good at the game. Yeah. If you want to watch someone pl- win the game, you watch Ninja. All right. All right. There are and and in with streaming, there are a few people that get a big following and aren't necessarily all that good because they're entertaining. So like yeah. Donkey is an example. I don't know if he streams much, but he's a YouTuber yeah. and he's immensely popular yeah. because he's hilarious. He's so funny. Yeah. He's not actually that good at any of the games that he plays because yeah. he plays a lot of different kinds of games and that's just what he does. PewDiePie is another example. PewDiePie, PewDiePie got big on the back of gaming mm-hmm. and he's not good at those games. <laughs> he, does, he doesn't play games anymore. Right. Uh, but... Most mm. of the top streamers for things like Fortnite, for PUBG, for Dota, for League of Legends, they're good. It's because they're good. Okay. And also entertaining. You know, there's I know in League of Legends there's I'm a cutie pie who is an incredible <laughs> ADC. He actually stopped playing professionally because he enjoyed streaming more and earned more money that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. So and I, I think he's still like uh, associated with some organization. I think or he's another, still like but, a fill, but I yeah, like, and and a lot of those streamers are so like Dyrus retired a few years ago oh, from really? professional play See, I didn't know to that. be a streamer, yeah. and yeah, and he and Cutie Pie actually ended up on an academy team at one point together nice. with three other streamers. Uh, it was like a meme team; they just crushed everyone because they were essentially a professional team playing at the pub like, star level. Yeah, the, yeah, the B league <laughs> level. So yeah, that's funny. Yeah, so. Ninja is really good, and especially for games like Fortnite and PUBG, he actually probably is capable of being a professional, going to tournaments and doing all that. And mm-hmm. I don't follow it. Maybe he does. He does. Uh, he does. He does. These right. Things. So, yeah. so then in that respect, he is. I guess I would probably compare it more to like golfers, who are also <laughs> they're also athletes. Yeah. They're also very good at what they do. They're the best in the world at what they do. Okay. But they're independent, and they go to tournaments. Essentially, when they'd like to, right? Yeah. Uh, and I mean, they go to all the tournaments, the the big ones anyway, and they get famous on that. But I know that that <laughs> there are people this, who like, would celebrity status thing going does. on. Ninja didn't, does. Didn't Tiger Woods? Tiger did. But can you give me another example? <laughs> 
No, because I don't follow golf. I mean, there's, there's I just big love golfers how you went to there. golf. You're like, so we can compare I mean, what, to golfers. What, what else? Tiger's what celebrity else? status You're came, not from, came from his uh, personal life. Um, here's the thing. Okay. It didn't come from you know performance art or anything. It didn't come from, uh, I don't know. Did You're, it come oh, from okay. these things? Okay, Lance Armstrong as a, as a biker. Yeah. Before the whole, like, it came out that he was actually cheating or whatever. Yeah. Like. He was still famous for having won all of those Tour de France's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And Tiger was was also regarded as an incredible golfer. Right. For sure. So that yeah. was part of it too. And Ninja is a great Fortnite player and has also done a good job of marketing himself as an entertainer. Mm-hmm. So do you think he's going to come out as juicing or cheating on his wife? Is basically what you're Stop talking it. about. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. No. Um. Ninja is a special case when it comes to streamer because Dan's absolutely right about everything he said. That sounds like he have, checks both of the boxes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's why I think it's great that ESPN is featuring him. Cool. Uh, it's it's good. It is different than featuring uh it, I don't know Faker <laughs> from 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 Korea, from yeah. South Korea. Yeah. Like Faker was uh regarded as the best League of Legends player uh of all time for two or three years straight. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, that would be a different thing. Mm-hmm. Uh Faker is not a streamer in the same way. But I don't think that that makes Ninja less of a professional. I think it's what it is, is kind of Ninja's had this perfect storm where he was a professional player way before Fortnite came out. And he was really good at games. And he's been streaming since Twitch basically started. So he's already had this professional gaming behind his belt where people already knew who he was. He started streaming. People started watching him. And then it just grew from there into this massive spike to where Fortnite came out, and he was really good at it. Mm-hmm. Like, really, really yeah, good. Yeah, because, like, the one new mechanic that he had never seen before in a game, right, is this no building No one did. Thing. Yeah, it was building. And so if when, once he mastered that, he already knew how to play first-person shooters. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of figuring out which guns work well in this game, how do hitboxes work, like, what what is the, the optimal way to play this part of the game. And yeah. then it was brand new building mechanic and he got good at that before anyone else who was also great at FPSs did. Yeah, yep. exactly. Or so. with a group of other people who did it at the same rate. Yeah, so it's just this perfect storm of um, Ninja already being semi-popular, um, streaming, and then Fortnite coming out, blowing up. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then... Oh yeah, the game is definitely partly yeah. responsible for this. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then because he was good and people started to recognize him, then he started blowing up because mm-hmm. when pe- when people think of Fortnite, people think of Ninja. Yep. So even people who have never played Fortnite, yeah, like me, mm-hmm. yeah, I and make it, the association. And it's like, and you also have to realize that now they're doing massive tournaments that Ninja is really responsible for. They had the whole like esports tournament that happened in Vegas that it was his tournament. Mm-hmm. His name was on the front of it. So then you know that mm-hmm. brings that brings more of the. Um, people who don't play video games that was on that was on news that was on uh, not only just like ESPN but that was on like national news channels you know yeah and so a lot of people learned through that and and so, that's and that I think is that it shows how gaming how esports how professional whatever professional video gaming is different than uh, traditional sports mm-hmm. in that. There is so much overlap between it all. Yeah, there uh, really is. When you are a professional gamer, you are probably also a streamer, even if it's not a huge part of what you do. Yeah. And if you're a streamer who got really good, you probably have the opportunity to do something that would qualify you as a professional gamer. So like in Ninja's case, he may not be signed with any 
organization for anything. Maybe he is. I don't know. Yeah, but, I, I don't remember. But he's in he's in a sport or an esport that uh, you don't have to be. Yeah. You just have to show up and participate and be good enough. Yep. And um, I, I think this is good too because this kind of like it, it it's starting to prove to people that esports is a legitimate thing. Well, and I was going to ask. We we've been hearing that for years now, literally years now. This crossover between professional sports and video games, yeah, esports, yeah. So that if, it's kind of culminating to something that there's crossover that eventually people that watch sports on ESPN are going to start watching stuff like Fortnite on ESPN. Maybe that, that, that's I don't idea. feel like it's actually culminated anything, or well, it feels like it's getting closer. That part's going to take a long time, but there are a lot of different benchmarks that you can make along the way. Like a magazine cover so featuring a there video have been, game player. Right. Yeah. Uh, there have been lots of video game tournaments for decades now, mm-hmm. right? The fighting game community is, is there's so much there. They're right? massive. They have uh, entire tournaments, you know, dedicated to all those games. You have yeah. things like uh, like League that blew up. And right. You have so, and then like when, when League of Legends shows up in 2012 and says, hey, next year we're going to have a real, like, regular season format where there's a round robin a double round robin every team plays against every other team twice Mm -hmm. over the course of several weeks like that was the first time not the first time but the first time you had a big example of a game saying what if we looked like baseball or football or hockey or uh basketball right like and and so now you're getting more and more of these comparisons and as we started hitting that point as you start to get uh, games that have those regular season play, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's through something like League or more like Dota, where there are several tournaments throughout the year, yeah. uh, people in the gaming community as a whole now regard professional gaming as a totally legitimate thing. Like, why would you even question whether someone can be a professional gamer? Yeah. Whereas before that, bef- you know, before 2000, who could make money being a professional gamer? Exactly. You had StarCraft. And but the best of the best could make some money, and, and they that were was all in Korea, it. so right. it was it wasn't a U.S. based thing. But so I think so we've hit that benchmark, and that's why it was a big deal years ago. Now, now that we're seeing ESPN not just having esports, but like taking someone and putting them on the cover of their magazine, that's where you start to get the public eye that looks at it and says, "Okay, so this is a real thing, apparently, and it has been for a while." But is it something I would watch? You also risk alienating hardcore sports fans that maybe pick up that magazine on the regular and always look for an athlete they like on the cover and now they're going to see somebody they don't recognize. I don't think you that's so? going to put no. many people off. Okay. And if it does, I think that's it'll... on them and ESPN is going to make more money I don't know. If there was a pastime... from the people who now support ESPN because they're supporting esports. I guess I yeah. could look at it the other way around. I play a lot of video games, right? And what if I... I don't know. I, I buy Nintendo Power every week, and suddenly mm-hmm. one week or month, every, suddenly one month I look at it and it has a, a sports an I mean, athlete on the cover of it. I'm a little not, off put by that. Does that not happen though? I guess Madden it does is a game. because of Madden. That's maybe right? a bad example. And NBA 2K, whatever. Just if also there's also a game like these are there are sports games. The feeling yeah. of any any um, pastime or medium that you're not interested in encroaching on something you really like yeah, maybe and, could be a little off putting to I, some fans. And I get that, but that I think ESPN having been around for as long as they have, they they know marketing. They know how to start to pull in this new crowd without pushing out very much of the old crowd. Sure. Yeah. And I would guess that with articles inside that magazine, uh, they're going to have stuff that's going to talk about how, yeah, this, this whole gaming thing is a new thing, and like here's how it's the same, and here's how it's different. And like, sure. That, it, I don't think that they're going to be 
going like whole hog on replacing the entire no, I'm sure video right. game stuff. You want to know what's kind of crazy though, and she it kind of goes along with what you were saying about how is the public not already known about esports for years? Okay. Because it, it's it's weird, and here's more of a generic sense of kind of like what you were saying, where League of Legends has its its seasons, it has you know different brackets of teams who play, and then they'd eventually get to the mm-hmm. top spot. Um, for the international, you have a prize pool that. Sur- surpasses every single gaming tournament in the world and it has and it's broken it every single year there's more and money there i think than in some like sporting sports events. highest like the stanley cup i think yeah maybe I'm, actually I'm, no i'm thinking viewership numbers but still yeah like that's I mean, a big deal yeah and you know you have this massive price pool over 25 million dollars and people don't know what the international is. I couldn't walk up to a sports fan and be like, do you know what the international is? They'll be like, what are you talking about? Yeah, but doesn't any one, oh, one oh, football wow. player make that much in a year? What? Wow. Yeah, what? way more money than the Stanley Cup Awards. Really? Yeah. How much does the Stanley Cup Awards? Uh, the winning team was awarded $4 million. Runner-up got $3 million. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but these guys get massive salaries, okay, too. Okay, here's... Yeah, no, it's it's a... It, there are different things to consider, too. And yeah. you're, you're right on that, but... Collectively, the prize pool was like one team didn't get twenty five million dollars. But there was twenty five million dollars in it. Yeah, there was seven million dollars in that prize pool because it was the Stanley Cup and there were two teams. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's like you have something that is way bigger than this. Everyone knows what the Stanley Cup is, but you have this one event that has way more money than it involved, and no one knows what it is. It's something that'll continue to shift generationally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think instead of and this is what like the timeline is kind of trying to been like been proving is mm-hmm. it's not a game that is going to get the public's eye towards esports it's a person and ninjas mm-hmm. that person whether we like him or don't like him he's going to be the reason that sports fans know what esports is and yeah. i think that that's yeah, important. and like you know you know how ninja got a big spike in viewership mm-hmm. he had drake on stream with him yeah exactly. and like like celebrities. Does it does it bother me that Drake has been responsible somehow for a surge in video game popularity? I mean, in the sense that it had to be Fortnite, I guess, but like no, it doesn't it doesn't bother me. No, I'm no, glad that celebrities are actually saying, Hey, this would be a cool thing. Yeah. I'm sure it was probably for Drake mostly just a, a publicity thing. You know, let me let me partner up with this dude who's apparently one of the biggest gamers in the world and let's let's do it. Let's have some fun. Uh, but like, still, that means more people pay attention to Fortnite, which means more people pay attention to Ninja, which means now Ninja is even bigger on the ESPN cover. So yeah. I think this is good for this is a good step. Yeah, it, it's, I'm I'm happy we finally gotten to a point where we hit a good step instead of taking a step back mm-hmm. because that's what it always feels like is something happens in the world of esports and it takes a back seat mm-hmm. and then no one and then everyone's just like, oh, those. Guys who play games are just nerds. You know, all they do is sit in their bedroom. Yeah. But Whereas maybe ESPN will have an article about how in the last couple of years, uh, North is. American League of Legends teams franchised, mm-hmm. which is not a thing you had happening in esports before. But now they're franchise slots. They get those slots. There's no longer that the the movement up and down between leagues, which there is in Europe, but I think they're also getting franchising. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But like that's an interesting thing that... Any traditional sports fan who's been following, say, football or baseball or whatever for a long time will be able to see, oh, that's that's cool. Mm-hmm. I remember when that happened in my sport. Yeah. And like these were the things that, that were important about that, and that's why it was important. So if that's happening there, then all of a sudden they're making a connection to a game that they've never heard of before. Yep. Yep. So this is good 
for yeah. esports, and it, I don't see a downside. You're no. probably right for yeah. either side of the equation, yeah. really. Yeah. So. With a, with a caveat that I I understand where you're coming from when you talk about uh, outsiders encroaching on your space, but I hate to put it that way, but right. But, but you're yeah. not wrong. You're not. You're, you're or not more wrong. more um, outside in. Uh, like things you're not interested in coming into your space that you're being exposed to. But that's so both both sides of that equation. That's the same like Well, a video no, game. it's not like a territorial thing. Like no, I right. don't want these people playing video games. It's yeah. more like I don't want sports. Yeah, you go to games. you go to ESPN magazine and you say, "All right, I'm going to read all the articles because I like sports." And then you get to the video game one and you say, "Why am I reading an article about video games?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good way yeah. of putting it. That's, I, that's I, what I I'm getting it. at. I see. It's like me wanting to play Legend of Zelda two. It's a garbage game, but I know it's there. Speaking of Nintendo... Oh, okay, cool. That's where, that's where we're going to end that. <laughs> See, I don't get up and walk out when you say something ridiculous, like you do, you big I mean, baby. I mean, you dissed on two of my favorite game franchises In one sentence, I think, yeah. right? That was good. You said Donkey Kong and Banjo-Kazooie were both garbage. And you know what, Brent? I have what? a response for that. Okay, go. You're garbage. Yeah, fair. Cool. Okay, so we're so Nintendo, right? <laughs> let's talk about Nintendo a little cool, bit. Cool, let's do it. There was a Nintendo Direct last week. <sighs> It was the day we recorded last week, so yeah. it's, we've been stewing on this, sitting on this for a week. So. You were hyped about this. This yeah. was you wanted to leave. Oh, wait, did we end the episode early? I think we uh, did a little bit. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. We yeah, ended a that short episode. We ended that episode early, so Britain could get home and watch it. Yeah, I did too. To be fair, but did you make it home in time or did you no, watch it later? God, no. I I went and did like a couple more things. I waited until it was all over and just watched it right from when it started, okay. like okay. the recording of it. But I did the same. Did you Did you guys get any spoilers before you got to watch it? Nope. Nope. Cool. I actually uh, walked in with my earbuds in. Nice. On the basis that, like, I didn't want to overhear anything coming from anyone's bedroom or from, like, a main TV, but then it ended up not being an issue. Yeah. There was some big. But I was prepared. (laughs) There was some big announcements, stuff that is spoiler territory, but not for me personally. Can I be honest with you? Yeah, what's up? I was a little disappointed. Where are you? Give me a Uh, a score out of 10. Before we dig too far into it, this is the part at which you. Figure out how not to get spoilers. Go watch it if you haven't yeah. yet. And oh that's yeah, important yeah. to you. By this point, I suspect it's not. It's been a week. But just You're in case, right. yeah, good in case call. there are spoilers coming. In it's case true. you don't have internet or a cell phone that has internet or Wi-Fi. In case Wi-Fi. you avoid social media at all so costs. So in which case you're not listening to this anyway, so... So we can say whatever right. we want. We can say whatever we want. La-di-da. Uh, anyway, as I was saying, I was uh, I was a little disappointed. You know what? I'm tracks. with you. I'm with you. Okay. And Good. it's not for lack of big announcements, not yeah. for lack of big uh, IPs Content, being represented. It's like just it was stuff we're not that interested kind in. kind of big yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There was there was huge stuff. There was medium stuff. There was little stuff, and it just depends on what franchises you're was into. Was there yep. huge stuff? There was. There huge was. Stuff. It started with huge stuff. In there fact, was the very first thing they said. <gasps> Luigi's Mansion Three was Luigi's Mansion Three. No it's details about to it. Switch next I, year. No okay. details, but it's one of those cult classics fun. that has a yeah. small-ish, that's very true. passionate fan base. Yep. So if that's your game, if that's your franchise. This was a big deal to you, no yeah. doubt. I'm excited for it. I really hope they don't go back to the whole mission-based crap system that they did in the DS game. The that 3DS was, game? That was hot, guard. That game was awful. I hated Dark Moon was cool and had a lot of cool ideas, <sighs> but it was a little... It, it was, was spread a little too thin, yeah. and it was easy to just get lost and yeah. not know what you needed to be doing. It was not the Luigi's Mansion I grew up with loving. Thank you yeah. very much. I love... Think, things do have to change. I though, love man. going room to room, finding new ghosts and things to explore. Yeah. And just doing it that Did way. Did you like, though, that there were multiple mansions in... 
the sequel? I no, thought that was I cool. I hated it. And they were all very different. I hated it. You just want one mansion I want to one explore. mansion, which it looks like is going to happen. Maybe. I don't want mission content. Okay. I don't want to go back and talk to EGAD every five minutes. <laughs> I want to not see his stupid face. I want to catch some ghosts and throw them in a vacuum so they turn into paintings like the scum they are. EGAD for Smash. Yeah. Bring it on. Oh, no, don't say that. Assist trophy? Not even that. You want to know who we should get? Never mind. We'll get to that later. <laughs> um, there was a little bit of 3DS news. Should we run through that real yeah, quick sure. before we get into the good stuff? Let's do it. Oh, that's mean. I'm sorry, 3DS. Wow. But you know what I'm saying. Oh, dang. Um, Savage. There's some new Yokai Watch games coming out. Okay, so we not, can, we not can my jam. skip that. Okay, uh, that's fine. They showed a little more footage of Luigi's Mansion for 3DS. Yes. And they showed a co-op mode. Yes, you can play co-op in the game. Don't know how cool that'll be. I think it'll be... It'll Somebody be, gets to be like a phantom Luigi and you play together. I'll something. be honest with you. I think it looks interesting. It'd be fun to do. But I wouldn't actively seek someone to get the game to yeah. play multiplayer. That I'm going to play like that game much. by myself. In my room alone, just like I did with the GameCube version. And most games, let's be honest. Yeah. Wow, what are you trying, Same. What are no, you now, now with Twitch, you, you play every game with everyone watching. Yeah. You have well, hundreds of friends hanging out with you every time you that play would anything. Also, that would also require me to have a capture card for my DS. Oh, which, that's uh, right. That's a big ask. Yikes. <laughs> uh, the um, Mario and Luigi game, Bowser's Inside Story, we <sighs> saw more of that. That was announced like a year and a half ago. That game, they just showed a little more. That, and they showed some of the, the Bowser Jr., content the new content i'll tell it's like a separate campaign i'll say it i told britain this when we're at lunch i Mm -hmm. told him that i'm why not just release a brand new game instead of re-releasing the same game with dlc on it yeah they've released bowser's inside story three or four times with like two or three different separate quote-unquote extra story all of that work they easily could have made a new mario and luigi yeah they could have easily made a new game or they could have just released it as dlc and not charged us for an entire game that we've already have i don't know wait wasn't this a ds game though it was so this is the first time it's on 3ds i think uh maybe it was on wii u virtual console or something maybe but but it's still the same game yeah there's nothing changed about it and buying a you know an a couple hour long other story that has to do with someone else isn't worth it to me yeah it's just it, it's not a full game it's just added with you content. this is i guess this is probably mostly for people that have never played it before i guess and that's fine um, what you guys should go play is mario and luigi superstar saga the superior of the mario that and game luigi has gotten games. multiple ports too just saying <laughs> that one has but also they don't just add a little extra content they 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 re-release it because people want it not you know because what would be it's better shoved than down your throat. All of this stuff, just what? a compilation of all of them on 3DS. You know what would be better? That'd be a good send off. A brand new game and a compilation sure. of all of it. Well, we can't have it all, Scotty. Yes, Come on, we man. can. Look, and this... let let Mario and Luigi be great again. Okay, I'm, I'm I love that that campaign slogan oh, you just came up with. Good, Thank <laughs> or whatever you. it was. Yeah, it sounds good to me. I'm sticking with it. This last 3DS headline is actually something I. That caught my attention. I will never buy a 3DS game again, of course, because 3DS is dead. So okay. Switch is here. But Kirby's Extra Epic Yarn is coming to 3DS. It's okay. a, a port with extra features of Kirby's Epic Yarn for Wii on 3DS. I love Kirby's Epic Wii U? Yarn. No, it, that, that game was originally on Wii. Epic Yarn? Yep. Yep. The Kirby game on Wii U was Canvas Curse. Oh, or, you're uh, right. No, something it was like that. Rainbow, Curse. Rainbow Curse. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. I remember like scribbling on... Anyway. Of all of the kind of like arts and crafts inspired Nintendo games we've gotten over the years, I th- I think the Kirby's Yarn Epic ones? Yarn is the prettiest one. It's really? the best looking one. Better than yeah. Yoshi's Woolly World? Yeah. 
Yeah, wow. I think it has a more cohesive and uh, intentional aesthetic than Woolly World does. Woolly World is kind of just general craft-inspired stuff. Mm -hmm. This is like yarn through and through every element of every level. Okay. Very, very like visually stunning and cohesive. So um, I wish it was coming to Switch, though. <laughs> it's coming to 3DS. Won't be playing it again, but I love that game. If you haven't played it, definitely check it out. Um, if you well, have a 3DS still. Let's move on to Switch. <gasps> This is this Let's is move on to prime time here. They they gave us a little sample of 3DS, like just to get our appetite wet, ready for the and show. And I love that they just knocked it out in five minutes at the yeah. beginning because this was a 35 <clears throat> minute direct, and we knew from that point on the rest is Switch news. Yeah, that's how I, it's got to be. I think here's the thing though, and before we really get into Switch stuff, this direct was not about games. It had nothing to do with games. It had to do with the online. Service. It had nothing to do with okay, games. Okay, it okay it did. Don't get me wrong, but the main point of this was the entire online dude service. they spent five to ten minutes on online it was mostly about new games I not know. new games but just games that are coming but to just Switch. think of all the animations that they did for it like you can tell <laughs> what they really put all of their work into those sweet bowser and bowser jr yeah. cutscene animation things yeah those are great yeah they're, they were. they're fun they're worth watching i don't want to um yeah uh, moving on <laughs> continue <laughs> there's some hardware coming out some new switch uh special edition hardware coming out we're yeah. getting a, a smash ultimate um, Switch special edition on which the, the back of the Switch has a bunch of like uh, shadowy silhouettes of all the fighters and then the, <laughs> the dock has you're not into this it, it, okay <laughs> I feel like I've been complaining this entire episode and I'm really, really trying I'm really trying not to what here. a downer I mean, let, let's be real Scott you complain about a lot of things all the time <laughs> wow just being here's, real here's the thing about that Switch specifically is it's literally just a gray Switch with a couple lines in it and I the like characters about it. on the back here's the thing if you have a console sitting on your shelf you want it to be subtle you don't want it to be like fluorescent purple or something you are wrong <laughs> you are absolutely wrong with all decals all over it You're there's been some really wrong. there's been some real tacky special edition consoles over the years yeah there has been i like I agree. this this encompasses uh, yeah. like the best of nintendo's franchise it has all these great characters on it and it's nice and subtle so it's yeah. something you could totally just have on your shelf and it looks nice in okay. your entertainment yeah center. i gotta say my my I, so i have the zelda special edition 3ds that's just it's like it's gold on one side and black on the other and has kind of the, the, the triforces logo. there, right? Mm -hmm. And it's in a different shade of each color. And that's it. Like, it's very simple and it looks really good. Yeah. Yep. It's a nice I one. Like, I like that kind of thing. Subtle. Whereas every single special edition Pokemon console ever has been the worst. Hey, nice segue, Dan. Talk about the special edition Switch console coming out. <laughs> the Let's Go... Hey, did you see it? <laughs> oh, he saw it. The dock's got a nice, big, colorful that, that's about all I Pikachu about and Eevee that. on it. Yeah, and the, the remotes are yellow and brown. Yeah, right. Great, great color choice there. It's just, it's loud. I, I, just, I just wish that I could have like a special edition Pokemon something Yeah. that I didn't also look at and say, man, am I like eight? Yeah. <laughs> Well, it should be like what a red feels bad for us Pokemon fans. A red and a white Joy-Con. Yeah, and then Wait. the back of the Switch just looks like a Pokeball. Or yeah, something. is that what, you, what are you talking? No, about? No, that would be a bad. Oh, idea. you're talking I'm, about I'm like a console. Oh, I'm envisioning okay. the perfect yeah. Switch special edition. And that's the thing; I can't imagine what it would look right. like, and that might be part of the problem. But yeah, here's I, I, I think here's also another thing that frustrates me is that 
I can bash on the Smash one all day long, but I still really want bash it. Bash on the Smash. Bash on the Smash. Go for it. I can bash on it and say it's dumb, but I would still absolutely buy it. Yeah. If, if I didn't already buy didn't already a Switch. One. Yeah. I ha- Why would I buy two Switches? Like, no, this is for new customers. It's true. But <sighs> it, in a way, us loyal fans kind of look at it and say, well, dang, we bought it one early on, and now we don't get this cool yeah. one. We don't get anything That's cool for the, it. It's the age-old conundrum. Nothing. That's just how it is, being it's, an early adopter with anything. It's like, remember... Well, here's the thing, is that they've, in the past, been able to fix that kind of wrong. Remember when... Uh, I think it was the 3DS just came out, or the new 3DS or something, and we all bought it, and it was like there was nothing for it. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, here's the ambassador the program. Ambassador if you program. If you bought this before this... Uh, this time, then you get all these games, like 30 games for free. Yeah. But with Switch, it's doing so well, and there has been so many great games. Nobody can complain. No early, I can complain. No early adopter And I'll tell complain. you what, I'm going to complain. Here we go. We've established that you like to complain, Scott, but wow. let's just leave it at that. Okay? Dang it. I didn't think you were going to agree with Dan. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. No, it's fine. Just this episode. Okay. And most of the other ones. Next time, it won't, <laughs> won't happen. Okay. All right. So I'm going to go through just kind of some bullet points. That's how they structure these directs. It's just mm-hmm. like a whole bunch of bullet points. They yep. spend a minute on each one, and you guys can stop me wherever you want to, okay? Stop. Um... Two big RPGs dropping this fall on Switch. We've got the expansion to Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which is Ooh. actually a massive new piece of content. Very and good. it's its own story. You don't import your save file. This is a whole new campaign that centers on uh, the characters and events that preceded the, the game proper. So are you Looks gonna, fantastic. Are you going to pick up Xenoblade Chronicles again? Why would I do that? Oh, okay, got it. Never mind then. So you're um, not gonna play it. Got it. Isn't Shulk actually a uh, yes. a blade in this or something? Yes. I mean Shulk, that has nothing to do with like what Shulk this is about. And but. Fiora are both in the game. Yeah. And it, it's they're not, it's not like they're I don't think they have like their own quote unquote story. No, I think they're just they're just like blades, little right? added yeah Which added are basically content wieldable weapons in the oh game. Oh my god! But I but saw they also that. have a human form and they uh, they interact with all you. the ori- the original voice actors. Yeah, that's cool. <gasps> that's good fan service right there. Look, I I haven't picked up Xenoblade two in a while, but I might go beat the game just so I can have Shulk as my blade. Yeah, <sighs> cool. <laughs> Shulk, you dude. should do it. I absolutely support this stuff because huge pieces of DLC for awesome games. I want to see more of it. Yeah, so. I absolutely love Xenoblade, but you already knew that. You didn't so. even finish two, man. Whatever. No, because one's way superior. No, but that's... no. <laughs> that's we, don't, we don't have to get into that. Yeah, we don't have we time don't, to get into yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll fight for another fifteen minutes. Um, the world ends with you is also coming to Switch. Port Brooks of an is... absolutely beloved Square game from uh, the DS era. I think Brooks is really excited for that. I yeah. think he said he was going to buy a Switch just for this. I mean, it's on mobile. Why would he buy a Switch Oh, is for it? it? Yeah. Oh, I have no yeah. idea. I mean, it's it's something I mean, to get excited I, about. I, I think I don't he's know got a I... lot of things that he would want to Switch for. He says that all the time, doesn't yeah, he? Which, so true. which thing is going to be the one that gets him to buy it so that Kingdom then he Hearts. goes back oh, to buy the other things? Right. If there was a like another side Kingdom Hearts game, he would totally buy a Switch for it. He yeah, would. 3DS got a couple and DS got one or two. So, all right, um, Dan, I want you to talk about a couple of these things. Yeah. We've got some strategy games coming to Switch yeah. for the first time. Um, Civilization Six and City Skylines. Yeah. Well, okay. Not a strategy game. I'm yeah. sorry, but you know what I'm saying. I, I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Both of those are games I've put a reasonable amount of time into. Um, Civ Six. Civilization games actually have come to like tablet form before, or at least they've been they've been built so that you can use like a touch screen with them. Okay. So Sid Meier's Civilization already 
has alternate control schemes in mind when they're developing these games. Mm -hmm. So I don't know exactly how it's going to work on the Nintendo Switch. I don't know what things are going to be better or worse. The menus, I think, that's the biggest potential place for things to be a little bit tricky. But then at the same time, they typically make that stuff pretty easy to navigate anyway. Well, they can't assume so. people are using the touchscreen, though, because you have to be able to do everything up on the TV as well. Right. In which and, case, and you're not using a touchscreen. But like even with a controller. And because yeah. that's, that's what I'm thinking of is like, what if you don't use the touchscreen? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, with, with a controller, I think it's still pretty doable. Okay. Um, it's just you might run into some kind of UI funkiness sure. just because of how all of that works. But it's it's workable. Okay. And they've it's done, cool a, to see they've done a decent job of stuff like that in the past. They've had console-based Civilization before. Yep. They just made a dedicated one last time, Civilization Revolutions, I think. Yeah. Um, and I never actually put my hands on that, so I don't know... What was the I don't know how they'll compare. Um, okay. But yeah, so, so that one should be pretty good. I already have Civilization on the computer... So I'm you're probably, probably going to stick one with out. that. But uh, uh, I have I've never really dug into a civilization game. Do you think yeah. six is an okay place to jump in? Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. I mean, all of them are really. Like, okay. If if it's the most recent one, you yeah. might as well give it a go. Sure. With Civ five and Civ six, I know there are people who still play both. There are people who still only play five because they like it more. But at the same time, that was also the case with five and four. At least up until the point where five had had all of its expansion stuff come out, and they typically sure. do two. I think. Okay. And Civ Six has only had one so far. Okay. Um, but they do big DLC, like real expansion pack stuff. So it's a new, like they add game mechanics that are not just like, here's a little thing, but like we're rehauling how this whole system works and adding this whole system mm. because that's going to improve the game. Uh, so once the second one of those comes out for computer, which, I mean, we don't have a date or anything like that, but I imagine they'll have a second one anyway. And sure. That usually is where the tipping point comes and people start to come over to the most recent iteration. But there are just some design differences that make the two different enough that you could play either. Um, but yeah, they're they're all good. Okay. Uh, cool. Good to know. This could be a good place to step in. It has local multiplayer up to four players, I think, which I think the computer can do, but I don't actually know. That's new to the series except for maybe a LAN party, I guess, right? Essentially. I mean, I played... I remember playing Civilization Two Hot Seat, oh, okay. and I'm pretty sure that the functionality exists in at least some of them. But okay, I've just I've never bothered to use it. This would you be don't a need to. This would be a really easy way to do that, right? Because you do your turn, and then you hand the console to the person sitting next to you on the couch. Oh, okay. Whatever. This isn't uh, four switches together then um, working in you know ad hoc multiplayer. This is no, this is one system it, being it passed might around. Have that. But yeah, it has. Oh, one, okay. When I say local, I mean one system. Oh, cool. I am pretty sure that that's. I, I guess I'll have to go back and look and make sure that's what they were actually saying. That was okay. the impression I got. Got it. Got um, it. And then we've got um, City yeah. Skylines, which is the pseudo successor to SimCity, sort yeah, of. Yeah, so SimCity was a game made by EA, as most people know. <laughs> Maxis, published by EA. Right. And then EA decided to be EA and destroyed <laughs> the franchise. Hey, it, it lasted a good long time before. Uh, it did. What was it? SimCity. It was just called SimCity. Sim dropped City like two or three four. years ago. SimCity 4 was a standard entry, and that went over well, I think. That one, was that the one with forced online play? That No, that was just called SimCity. one. Okay. Then. Yeah. I think people refer to it as like SimCity 2014 or 2013 or whatever. whatever the one with forced online play killed the franchise. It did. Straight we have up. not seen a popular one since, unless and you that, count SimCity build it, it the mobile game. Awful. Yeah. It, there was just so much wrong with it. And City Skylines uh, was essentially someone else saying, what if we made 
SimCity, but like not SimCity and actually did it our way. Yeah. And so, yeah, Sim, uh, City Skylines is... It, it's yeah, that. It's that. It's, it's more city. Yeah. There are you build little a city, things you here and there that are a little bit different. Do you uh, still do typically power it's grid, easier, I think. sewer yeah, grid? Yeah, you do. You do. Um, okay. Um, it's my understanding that City Skylines is a lot more forgiving in a lot of respects. Sim City, it was really easy to hit a point at which you just couldn't go further unless you actually built things correctly. Oh, okay. And like it, it and it probably changes from game to game. But mm-hmm. um, with City Skylines, I know. I have never run into problems. The only reason I've never gotten a city beyond a certain size is because I just my attention span doesn't stick around long enough to just build that time. one city that sure. large. Like I just, it's just a matter of following through on it. Um, okay. And like you still have to build things with a rough idea of like making sure that it works. You can definitely build major traffic problems into your city if you aren't careful about it. Mm-hmm. But. Um, but by and large, it's pretty easy to just play and enjoy yourself, and it's a, and it's a low key experience that way. Okay. Whereas in SimCity, I remember in the ones that I've played, you could make a small change that could throw your entire city like structure, your your economy, everything yeah. in the toilet. People start moving and out just, boom, in droves. That's it. Like what what can you do? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I I don't know how the controls are going to work. Yeah, um, that's that's, that's, a, a that's one. the thing that. I feel like touch, a little bit cautious, touch screen makes a lot of sense, but again, you cannot yeah. lean on that with the Switch because you have to be able to play it on TV as well. Right. Um, the other thing, City Skylines on the PC, one of the major super great things about it is the ability to mod. And the modding community, it's one of those games that has a really... Uh, a, it's got a really dedicated modding community. So mm-hmm. they make a lot of just extra assets and stuff, right? So that when you build houses, it's not pulling from, uh, you know, a pool of maybe 10 houses. It's pulling from a pool of 30 or 40 or 50, depending on what you add. Yep. Um, and then also there's a few other things. You can make custom maps and that type of stuff. So I don't know to what extent that can I wouldn't get expect transferred to the Switch. modding or anything like that. Uh, but then Skyrim is also known for modding, and Skyrim is very successful on lots yeah. of consoles. Yeah, so we'll true. see. Well, it's on every console, so that's why it's successful. And non-consoles, yeah. it's on, yeah. it's on and things that and are on consoles. Alexa. Yeah. Um, how much time do we have, Scott? Uh, we have eight minutes. Uh, we have seven minutes. All right, I'll start moving through this a little more quickly okay. and yeah. kind of bullet pointing things because we can go on for a while. Dan, this is another one for you. Keep it brief, I guess. Yeah. Um, a company called Asmodee Digital is porting a bunch of tabletop gaming experiences to the Switch. Yes, Asmodee is uh, like the tabletop company. Okay, they made Dominion, right? They, they own a lot of things. So Asmodee um, Digital would be a, a gaming branch. Yeah. I don't know if they made Dominion. I think they own Dominion. Yeah, own Dominion. Yeah. That's what I meant. So they um, they announced um, Carcassonne and a Lord of the Rings card game mm-hmm. yeah. up front. Those are the two that are coming in the near future. And then they've also mentioned some other things, like notably Catan is the one that a lot Catan's of people the big one. recognize. And then uh, Munchkin as well is one yeah. of the other big names that they dropped. These are all relatively simple games uh, in, in regards to the fact that like they can just be ported yeah, it's not it's not going to be a hard thing for them to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. most board games are pretty easy to manage in that form, and I think especially in the case of like Carcassonne, mm-hmm. uh, th- I think that'll work really well on the Switch. I like the idea of uh, you know the whole idea of tabletop. You set the Switch in the middle of the table mm-hmm. like it's on a tabletop, and then you have multiple controllers right there. You just hand them out, and you can yeah. play this game on a tabletop. Literally, yeah, it's kind of a cool form factor for a digital. Yep. Tabletop experience. So it'll be interesting to see how they do it. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I'm I'm 
cautiously optimistic about that. Cool. Um, they showed some more of the new Yoshi game. Mm-hmm. I think gave it a title mm-hmm. officially now, Yoshi's Crafted World, yep. which mm-hmm. is a very lame title. Um, it looks... <sighs> It looks good, but it looks like it kind of has an identity crisis. Yeah. Yoshi's Woolly World had a very set style, an mm-hmm. overarching style that kind of ran through the current of the entire game. This one looks like just kind of a hodgepodge of random craft type stuff going yeah. on in a game. I feel so it, it. It doesn't look like it has a very clear identity in that way. Mm-hmm. It does have this mechanic, though, where you can kind of flip the world around. Yeah, so you, I thought that was kind of cool. You flip the entire 2D perspective from one 2D side to the other, and you, and you see entirely new things. Yeah. yeah, and then um, you can also go back and forth through levels. I think that's worked into the, the level structure. Like, you'll make your way all the way to one end, and then at some point something flips and you kind of have to make your way back. Maybe not every level, but at least some of the game is structured That's that way. It's a little bit like um, what uh, Oracle of Ages, I think. Oh, and Oracle of Seasons, way back Look in the day. You. Yeah, a little, a little bit like that, where different seasons or times is like that's sure. how you progress. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Uh, so that could be cool. Um, I'll probably buy it because my kids love Woolly World. They played the heck out of it. I loved Woolly World. So, mm-hmm. uh, Game Freak announced a new RPG. Yeah, Dan sighing and making faces. Let's um, leave it. Let's I leave want it. it to be good. I think this is a tentative game. title. It's just called Town. Yeah, yeah. no, that, that's no whatever. village. That's town. town. It's called Town. It's definitely called Town. Uh, uh, <laughs> I want it to be good. Yeah. I like Game Freak. I like Pokemon. I like RPGs. Yeah, uh, Game Freak. What about Game Freak? They make your favorite games of all they time, have, Dan. <laughs> they have not given me any reason to believe that they can make a compelling story. Oh. Uh, I don't know yeah, that this is a story-focused... That is what I am worried about. I don't know that this is a story-focused project. Maybe it's not. Maybe it'll be fine on that regard. Yeah. I will likely get this because I would love to see them expand their horizons a little bit and make stuff like that. But yeah. I, uh, it's an RPG. It's pretty. It's colorful. Um, has interesting combat mechanics. Yeah. And but I'm they said the whole game takes place in one town, which also worries me. Oh, that's yep. fine. That, I've, I've heard <laughs> games that are There's like no that. adventuring. On the on the Wii, yeah. uh, what was it called? The 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 King one. King, Little King Story. That's not what it was called. No. Okay. That's a different but, game. Yeah. Though. It was... Kingdom for Kathleen's. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. Sorry, Dan. If you think of it, My you bring it up. My life as a Dark Lord was oh. another thing connected to it. Huh. Or my, I don't know. No, I have no idea. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you want to say anything about Super Mario Party, Scott? Uh, I'm going to get it. It Kay. looks really fun. Okay. I'm glad they're going back to the mm-hmm. old format of it. Okay. This is what Mario Party needed. I'm buying it. I like all that. That was so concise. Good Thank job. You. Katamari Damacy is coming yes. to Switch. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Throughout the entire direct, they were using that music. Oh, right. They were. Call, it was there. Yeah. The melody was there. Was really? Like, this, was, this sounds familiar. Oh, my God. I realized. And then I, I realized, realize. oh, yeah, they, they were talking about Katamari Damachi before. And That's funny. Yep, Fantastic game. I don't think it was all of the music, but mm-hmm. it was there. Okay. Play it. Play it. It's There's gyroscope game. controls, which yep. could add a, another wrinkle to that. I'm excited for it. Um, Me new, too. New Super Mario Bros. U is coming to Switch. Skip. It, it, it's getting the deluxe treatment Next. that Mario Kart got. Next. Yeah, I'm not too excited about that either. We'll see. It's a $60 game. Yeah. Come on, you guys. Next. And it was never that good to begin with. <laughs> Ooh, yikes. Big mood. Uh, Mega Man 11, we already talked about that yep. in, uh, in the past. Um, an update for Mario Tennis Aces, which uh, Zach could probably speak to that, but he's not here. Um, Splatoon 2 got there's a, there's update a big Splatoon two. 2 update coming, yep. with, which they weren't very clear on. It's a new map. They showed like some large open spaces and players doing interesting things. A lot of people saw this and were crying Battle Royale at it, but I think that's a... 
I think that's overreaching a little bit. I think that's that would require them their servers to be able to handle that many people. I, I'm not talking a hundred, and we've talked about this before. But if it's more than just a map, that'd be cool. But you're probably right. It's probably just more content coming to the game. Yeah. And then um, Animal Crossing, big thing, <laughs> big thing. What's the animal big crossing? thing alert? Isabel- animal crossing. Is- Isabella added a smash. Oh yeah, so they kind of That's faked us out. They started this series of announcements by making it look like basically just a smash announcement. They showed Isabella in just her office. A smash announcement. Yeah, he you heard me. <laughs> she's she's doing her town stuff, and then she's like, "Oh, I've been summoned to smash. I must go." Yeah. The memes. Yeah. Go look up some Isabella smash memes. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so then do they, it. Do yourself a they favor. They show her fighting in Smash. I don't. know. Is she a new a unique? Character? She's a new is she character. Interesting. She's, she's not. And I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. You I guys. Don't, I don't play Animal Crossing enough. And then the big bomb. And then they show another Animal Crossing trailer starring Tom Nook. But and he, actually, Animal Crossing. Yeah. So it's an actual so new Animal Crossing. New Animal coming Crossing game. Yep. Twenty nineteen. Uh, we have no idea what any of it is about. Uh, I'm sure you'll buy a house, be in debt to Tom Nook until you have to pay him back, and then you still be in debt. Hey, you might um, collect things along the way, And then you'll too. pull some weeds, collect Very a couple exciting. bags from rocks, and talk to animals like the crazy person you are. Oh, do we have a second? I skipped one of the biggest announcements. <sighs> How many minutes do we have? One. Crap. Uh, they announced every Final Fantasy game ever for Switch. Not really, but at uh, least All right. I have the trivia. I have games. the trivia. Okay. Which game isn't making it to the Switch? <laughs> but if you've seen the direct. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Which okay. game? Which obvious omission yes, is not which making obvious it to omission Switch? is not making it to Switch? Seven. Scott? Okay. Oh, it's not I actually. I can't say because I, I know for sure. No, but you can. You can not. What? What was it, Scott? It wasn't actually. What's your seven, actual answer? Seven, seven is, is coming to Switch. Yeah. What's your actual answer? Uh, I have no idea. Okay, Britain. What's your answer? It's the one that nobody likes anyway. Okay, cool. I guess we'll answer next week then, since you guys <laughs> don't want to answer. Well, I don't want to say the answer. Is cool. It, wait, is it? Is it 12? It's the one with the brooding silent protagonist. Oh, wait. That doesn't narrow down. Oh, that's all, all of it? them. <laughs> well, it. we're about out of time. We are out of time. Uh, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us, as always. Don't forget to check us out on social media. Zach, uh, uh, where, where can they find you at social media? Hey, guys. This is Zach. We're going to be on Twitter and, and Twitch. No, you messed it up. You, you're supposed to just say all of them. Oh, Because that's what he does. He's just like... <laughs> All of them. I was too focused on my Zach voice, which Video I thought was pharmacy, pretty good. Uh, Twitter, yeah. Facebook. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, Twitch. Uh, big one is go find us on iTunes. You can look it up on iTunes. Do. You can find us on the podcast uh-huh. apps. Um, rating. If yes. you're down for that, because it's pretty cool of you. Yep. yep. But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. From Dan. Not a pharmacist. Zach. Thanks, guys. Also not a pharmacist. And Britain. Thanks, guys. And me. Thanks, Britain guys. might be a pharmacist. Bye, guys. One of these days. <laughs> This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.